This episode of The Patch is sponsored by Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus lets you binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere on your TV, PC, smartphone, or tablet. Support this podcast and get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to HuluPlus.com slash patch. That's HuluPlus.com slash patch. This show is sponsored by NatureBox. NatureBox ships great-tasting, healthy snacks right to your door. Forget the vending machine and start snacking smarter with healthy, delicious treats like dark cocoa almonds. Support this podcast by ordering a free NatureBox sampler box at NatureBox.com slash the patch. NatureBox.com slash the patch. Welcome to the patch. Greetings from Johnny Gat or something. Why not? If you happen to be watching the intro there. Um, so he's sneaky like that. I feel like despite the fact that PAX Prime was just this PAX week. There you go. Oh, there it goes. Despite the fact that uh, Penny Arcade Expo just passed. Yes. I feel like there wasn't that much video game news this week. We're really going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel, so you're in for a treat. Uh, <laughs> listen to us try to talk for an hour. And really, there's about 30 minutes of content. We'll, we'll be, we can stretch. I, I think we can pat it out. Content we're, is like taffy. You just got to pull it we're really gonna speed hard. Slow. All we have I, I, to do is include a lot of tangents. There I want to start with something controversial that I think we could talk about. About for All quite right. a while. Okay. Controversy. Sounds fun. The Contra-me. new product announced today yeah. as a result of the partnership between Samsung and Oculus, the uh, Gear VR, mm-hmm. I believe is yeah. what it's called. The I guess it's the first commercial product to come out of Oculus. Now, when you say commercial, really? like what? Why aren't they still working on one? Why can't they put that one out first? So it's legit product. Like it's real. It's not like dev kit. No, or... correct. It is a product. There it is. You basically. It's a headset so you can strap a phone to your face. I don't know how much lower the bar can get. I, I'm already not a fan. <laughs> the one thing I can say positive about this is at least there are no cords and wires all over the place. It's a self-contained unit. You just attach your phone to your face. I didn't I didn't think it was possible for a phone to make you look more stupid than the Engage did. <laughs> but congratulations. What? You didn't like side talking? No. No taco talking, no side talking. <laughs> no, 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 hey, wait a minute. This is great. Look, so here's what you do. This is how you sell this product. You put a, a like a GoPro on a four foot stick out in front of it, right? And so then you can video conference and you just have two assholes with these Ugly ass headgears on them. Yeah, no, they can see a picture of someone else with the the headgear on. So it's like social reinforcement. Like, oh, look, someone else would wear this in a social setting. Yeah, or on a call. No, nobody. No, I don't think anyone is going to actually believe that. What if it's just a stick that's pointing the other way, and you can just look around, like, look at all the things that I can see, and the other person just gets sick and throws up because you're (laughs) being moved around without control. Another new marketing idea. Apparently, in order to make the device work, you have to connect a Galaxy Note Four, which was just announced today. Uh, and only the Galaxy Note 4 will work with it. What, not it, the Galaxy Note Edge? Come on, bro. And it gives the wearer a 96-degree field of view. Uh, and apparently, one thing I did learn as a result of this announcement that I didn't know before was that the Oculus DK2 mm-hmm. already uses the screen from the Samsung Note 3. Really? Yeah. You know, huh. I actually had seen, um, I think there were some sort of <laughs> Oculus uh, dev kit deconstructions out there, mm-hmm. and I do remember seeing something about the, the Samsung Note screen. So... Why can't you use the Samsung Note 3? Well, it's just the screen. There's more guts in the phone. It's yeah. not just the screen. It's just an LCD. Eh. <laughs> so, uh, and I guess the whole headset is powered off of the phone's battery. So if you really want to kill your battery even faster. Did they talk about what? The, the, great. There you go. Another marketing. So, so, so far we've Sometimes. got yeah, uh, not chargers. being able to see each other on yeah. teleconference calls. Yeah. We've got kill your battery even faster. And as far as I'm concerned, that nice strip across the top of the head if you thought you were you had a chance to get away without hat head, 
No. Yeah. So it comes, apparently it's going to come preloaded with the Avengers Age of Ultron and Pacific Rim VR content. And you'll be able to view video content and movie trailers in virtual movie theaters. And there'll also be games coming to the system, including Darknet and Protocol Zero. Although pricing and release date were not announced. So, But if it comes preloaded with Age of uh-huh. Ultron, it's going to be a while, I think. So they're billing it as a movie-watching experience. That's what's for it. And games. Okay. Yeah, but, um, but no, what Sony's actually had one of those Darknet out for Protocol a Zero. while. What is that? It's right here. All right. They it's, said it. It's It's a game. I've always thought that Angry Birds would be greatly improved by the ability to lean around the obstacles and look and see. Lean, let go. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, do that. Do that on the plane and see if anyone bothers you. Anytime I've played with the Oculus and done something that had a third-person camera, it's really not great. It's pretty disorienting. On that note, actually, uh, I wanted to mention. No, (laughs) absolutely not. (laughs) Never. Uh, I have discovered something that the Oculus immersiveness makes. Extremely worse. Oh, everything? No. It's, Damn. It's very good for many things. However, uh, let me know when you find one. We've been setting up something for uh, to do another video, and I've been playing around with Euro Truck Simulator 2, which actually you can turn on Oculus mode with. Really? Uh, as it turns out, if you strip away that thin, thin veneer of playing a game and immerse yourself in Euro Truck Simulator 2, you're just driving a truck. How long? I really stopped listening when you said stripping. How long until? Well, there are. That's where you were supposed to get off that train. <laughs> robotic, remotely controlled trucks <laughs> driving through Europe that are being controlled by people with Oculus headsets and Logitech steering wheels <laughs> on their home computers. It's actually it's surprisingly uh, a little bit harder to to control than you think it was. But I think it's mainly because I also hooked up the steering wheel and the pedals, and they were a little oversensitive. I think mm. so. It's like. Slight turns and the wheel goes just like a real European truck, right? Never, they make a, a standard never say Euro. They're turn. not authentic, <laughs> but it's—I uh, mean, to be fair, that game's not really a game to begin with. But once somehow adding the ability to look around makes it less of a game than it already wasn't. <laughs> well, good to know that you found something. So there you go. They can, you they can put like. that on the box. <laughs> Less of a game than it already wasn't. Right? <laughs> <laughs> now with Oculus support. Um, so I guess some of the more exciting news of the week is the fact that Minecraft on the Xbox One is finally coming out on Friday. Yes. And there are rumors that the PS4 edition will come out today or tomorrow. Well, actually, um, so I don't wouldn't call it rumors so much as PlayStation France tweeted it yesterday. They confirmed it, um, that it's coming out today. And then this In morning... France. In French, in French, I had to get someone to translate it for me, mm, and I was today. and I was still like, "What does domain mean?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know French at all. But uh, uh, Daniel Kaplan from Mojang also tweeted today that it'll be coming out today. Oh, he did. Yeah. Okay, I, I trust him a lot more than some Frenchie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We took um, it to a whole dark anti cheese no, place. It's always good to dislike the French. On Twitter, Sorry, French. On Twitter, Greg Miller's been doing an hourly update. Well, he, saying whether or not Minecraft, Minecraft is available watch. on PS4. I have to give him a lot of credit. Yesterday, he was uh, in the PlayStation Mobile store and uh, spotted a promo that they had up for uh, Minecraft PS4 saying download now. The page that it went to when you tried to click on it was not available, but it definitely showed that they're getting ready to promote the crap out of it. Uh-huh. Well, actually, I mean, now that you mention that, the uh, DLC for Destiny is already showing up in the store. Oh, oh is it? Yeah, Jeff just saw it a minute ago. Weird. Which, obviously, you can't get it yet. But. I, I have more no, but, Destiny but stuff on it. But they also announced that they were going to have that this year. They did, but yeah. it's like already in the store. 
But yeah, the game's not out yeah. yet. But uh, there's more Destiny stuff I want to talk about in a okay. second. I want to talk a little more about Minecraft. Yes. So the interesting thing with this release, uh, I'm not sure of the specific pricing on the PS4 edition, but I know on the Xbox version, if you already own the 360 version, you can just pay five bucks to upgrade to the Xbox One. It's the same for PlayStation. Is it? And mm-hmm. then just import your save. And if you've previously previously purchased DLC, you can automatically re-download it on the new platform. Yeah, they've said... Uh, so Mojang has said before they've put in like a caveat that some stuff might be tied up in licensing and can't make the move. Uh, my guess would be stuff like the Marvel's Avengers skin pack, like that sort of mm-hmm. uh, you know third-party uh, stuff that seems like it would be much more difficult to work with. But in the announcement that Microsoft had... Uh, today, they didn't say anything about caveats. There was no little asterisk next to it. So maybe they worked it all out, and that's great. Good. Um, there was one other thing. To, oh, yeah. Today is the first time they've really, I, as far as I've heard, that they've really said how much bigger the worlds are. Yes. 36 times bigger. Yeah. Well, and, and by 360. that, they mean literally it's six this way and six this way. So it's like six existing worlds that way and that way. Yeah. yeah so yeah. 36 so, times. Yeah. Well, you say, first, you say it like you're a little skeptical. Well, at first, but that's no, the no, definition it wasn't, of 36 it wasn't times skepticism. Bigger. It was originally what we were thinking was that each measure was going to be. Whoa. Uh, nice catch. 36 times this way in the X and 36 in the Y. Oh, no. That would hey, be 36 square yeah, times bigger. Look, a creeper just joined us. Don't blow up. He's, uh, he's just really excited about that next gen release. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah now, six, gen, six now gen, six current gen, I'm sorry. Six times. That is correct, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really still excited really about it. I made a little graphic just to see how big that was visually, and it's, yeah, it'll do. <laughs> uh, so it'll be cool. I, I, I feel like I haven't played the the 360 version in a while. It'll be interesting to jump back in. I'm, like, I'm really confused with myself because I've never played on the console versions. I've only played the PC version, which we should also talk about. That got the 1.8. It's very yeah. exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm super excited that it's coming out on Xbox One and PS4, and I don't know why, because I play it on PC, but I'm still excited. I, you know, every time they release a new trailer or video for gameplay, I look at it, and I don't know why I expect it to look better, and it never does, because it's still going to be Minecraft. See, the one thing that I really hope they can somehow work out uh, for, you know, hopefully these new versions, or at least some point down the line, is licensing in some of the really nice texture packs mm-hmm. um, and resource packs, I guess, that have been created for PC. Some of them are really amazing. I haven't played vanilla Minecraft for ages. Get I played your it. modding off of my Not damn modding. console. <laughs> Not modding. Just texture packs. Yeah, we've, we've, this is a great... When Bernie and I started playing Minecraft with the boys, we had to draw that heavy line. You can install a texture packs you may not install mods like that's a rabbit hole we are not going down not? this just changes the look of it hmm. uh, galactic is great right all right you try drawing the line for how many mods teddy can install i i don't i don't know what the metric on it's, that would he's, be he <laughs> is just like a world he's a, he's a whirlwind he it started changing his texture pack every 30 minutes so <laughs> we we drew that line but the texture packs are really really beautiful the one i play is uh it's called sfax and it's just, yeah, you can get ones that make everything clean. There's one that's OCD that's like everything is uh, is um, like mirrored or like it's all very consistent. So there's not – or maybe even numbered, something like that. So it's not supposed to like set off OCD tendencies. But it also just happens to look really nice. That never nice. even crossed my mind as a concern. But the new, uh, the new update is actually allowing texture packs to change the shapes of items too. Mm-hmm. So you can make stuff bigger or smaller presumably or, you know, make stuff – 
round. They I don't, I don't know what the limits are, but oh, they the new water so mob is in, is in it now. The guardian, yeah, to, and the elder guardian to guard. Um, to guard uh, they call them ocean, ocean monuments, monuments, but they look very much like I'm just going to call it a water temple. Yeah, it's forever. basically water. <laughs> and then they have like underwater lanterns now, and there's some wow. a bunch of new uh, stone types. There's uh, rabbits. Oh my god, rabbits and killer rabbits. There are killer rabbits. So there's a one in one thousand chance of spawning uh, a killer bunny. It's like the it's like the that's some holy grail shit. Of, yeah, exactly. Of car- nasty. What is it? Carnabog. Something. I don't know. Someone got mad Carnage. at me yesterday for how I pronounced it. But uh, I th- I love it. One in one thousand chance. It's a white bunny with red eyes, and it'll just go so after excited. anything, including wolves. Granted, so, I've never seen a uh, electrified creeper either, a super creeper. So yeah, let's let's be honest though. Mm-hmm. The thing everyone is most excited about is the fact that sheep can now drop meat. Mutton, bro. Mm-hmm. All, but also the rabbit's feet make a potion of leaping. <laughs> meat, <laughs> sheep, meat, mutton. <laughs> uh, I know. You that's... probably eat rabbit too, right? Yeah, do, sure. Do why baby not? sheep drop drop lamb? I hope so. We get some lamb chops. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's, it's it's cool. I wonder, do we know what version of Minecraft is going to be the version that launches on Xbox One and PS4? Not, uh, I believe that starting out, it's the same as Xbox 360, and then okay. they'll and then they'll bring them up. Can they continue working? Which on makes it? sense. I mean, if they're going to be transitioning old saves into new, it'd probably be easier if it was on parity. I okay. would imagine. Yeah, what I'd like to know is definitely whether like a lot of the new stuff, like. I don't know these things yet. Hopefully, Twitter can help us out. Uh, if I'm having trouble loading Twitter when you um, when you bring your world into Next Gen Minecraft, mm-hmm. if that means that it will then generate out the rest of the world, I don't. Think or if so. it's the same size, or if you have to start a new world to get the bigger world. I thought I was under the impression, and of course, please tweet us, let us know. Hashtag the patch. Uh, I was under the impression that if you imported your existing save, that you continued with the same size world. Yeah, that's oh, that's something that I haven't heard nearly enough said about which mm-hmm. makes me think that you're probably right that because i feel like they would have said more if you if you could just expand your world but that might be one of those things that they just don't think about because you know let's be honest mojang and 4j sometimes they don't give a fuck they're just like here have this awesome game well originally it wasn't even going to be a thing right it was just there's so much outcry asking for it that they for bigger worlds no just for the ability to transfer Import. saves i mean yeah. when oh, they yeah. first announced it that wasn't going to be a thing it makes sense though people get really invested in the mm-hmm. world yeah I mean, see, you, when it you seems spend like... hundreds of hours playing it you don't want to just leave it behind exactly so it seems like if they retrofit that. this solution that yeah. they weren't originally planning that they would just do the bare minimum and be like all right yeah it works you yeah. know there's no so, need because how do you generate the rest of the world as a random seed? seed no you still have the seed it's still it's like seed it is you generate the other 35 squares but leave this one square alone yeah because you've been working in it they i mean in past updates to the uh xbox three uh 360 version of minecraft they've changed things like the biome has changed i Mm. mean uh achievement city didn't originally have snow i don't think Mm. and then all of a sudden right in the middle of it right next to achievement city became completely covered what about uh resources climate change climate change can happen (laughs) minecraft it's a real problem al gore (laughs) hasn't made a documentary about minecraft climate change yet it's coming right after man bear pig uh, well, what about like uh, resources? As resources get added, do they get added into existing worlds? Well, it, you know, it's, it's kind of an interesting thing. I feel thing. like that would tie more hand in hand as well, opposed right. to biome. That would be good to know because one thing that I'm not sure about, even on PC, is do I have to make a new world to take advantage of granite? Well, here's uh, I'll tell you. In uh, When we first did Galactocraft, I created a world and then I installed the mods. Uh, and it was interesting because the new stuff, the new resources that came with Galactocraft were not locatable inside the part of 
of the world that was created before I added the mods. Mm. You had to go to a new area that had not yet spawned, gotcha. a new chunk, and then that stuff would be there. So I wonder if it would work the same way. Interesting. So assume I can see that assuming the world is bigger and you're mm-hmm. just like in the center of it. Yeah. Then, but otherwise, if not, then what if you get an option? Not. Like if it makes a bigger world, can you? It's like ah, I want to be the bottom left corner. Or you just, hmm. you're stuck with the middle. Like it, would, it presents yeah, you the grid assume, of 36 squares. I would assume middle. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're not going to get an option. That's assuming but, that it works. But that's all. not even. <laughs> what do you mean? That's not an even square. What's not even square? It's like six by six. It's not an odd number. So you'd be like in the middle of four squares. Oh. Sure. You see what I'm saying? It's like a quarter of each. Okay. I don't know how world generation works. I mean, it could still be the... You just move it. I mean, it's the same size regardless of where it is. Yeah. Just saying. You might not be exact. Yeah. Whatever. Um, (laughs) So we were talking about Destiny, uh, and you were talking about how the uh, DLC is already, I guess, apparently available or visible in the store. Visible. Yeah. Not available. Uh, Did you see the Planet View thing that they launched? Dude, that's really cool. Yeah. It was a great idea for promotion. They took, like, the Google Street View idea... And applied it to the worlds in Destiny, so you can virtually walk around the different worlds using like oh, a Google yeah. Maps interface or Street View interface, and see screenshots, videos, uh, and get information about I'm, the places you'll be exploring once the game launches. I'm still waiting to. If I wonder if they've inserted in there anywhere like people photobombing the van. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've been trying to find Easter eggs. There's a random naked mob so just hanging right. out in the corner. Like, oh, and here are the people banging on a car. Do they, a bunch they, of enemies with pigeon heads on, just staring <laughs> at the camera. Are they blurring out faces? Because that's <laughs> got to keep it authentic. Uh, but one of the things, like you know. I'm, I'm excited for Minecraft coming out on Friday, but then Destiny comes out on Tuesday, and I feel like that's going to eat up it's all still of my be time. Minecraft. It's so I weird. Mean, it doesn't feel like it's that close. I know. It doesn't feel like it's next Tuesday. I've already downloaded it to my Xbox. That's you can, pretty oh, you cool. got preload? You can, yeah. yeah, pre-order it and preload it. It was an 18 gig download. It's done. It's just now I have to wait for an arbitrary time. I have to wait till 2 a.m. to be able to play it on September 9th. Wow. Life's really hard Life for you. Life is tough. Like, it's, it's dumb because, theoretically, I could go to a midnight launch, yep. buy a physical disc, come home and start playing it before my digital download unlocks. So the real that question is one of the downsides to digital distribution is they tend to lock that time zone mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. otherwise you can just say, no, no, East Coast. Yeah. Well, yeah, but so the question is, would it have taken you two hours longer to go, you know, drive to the store? you got to wait in the line because there's always going to be a line. Get all the way through the line, get your copy of the game, drive back home, install the game. Yeah, install, I don't know. install the inevitable day one update. Yeah. At what point there is it actually faster to just go ahead and get the DLC or the day one a digital it, delivery? If you're on the West Coast, it's faster to get the digital delivery, I'll tell you that. Because it'll lock three hours behind. Mm-hmm. If you're uh, Central Time, I don't know, pretty close. East Coast, you might be okay. Right. Well, no, e- wait. Does that mean so it's unlocking Pacific Time? Yeah. yeah. Midnight so Pacific. East Coast has to wait until 3 a.m. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's, and it's, it's awesome, like, I guess, if you live in Hawaii because then you just get it really early. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I'm moving to Hawaii. Fuck it. <laughs> I want to play games early. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I can't believe it's already coming out on uh, on Tuesday. Which is a really weird arbitrary thing when you think about it because it's not early. It's the exact same time. Yeah. You're coexisting with the people that are currently at the time where it's really released. So are people in Europe just super fucked by that? I guess they have to wait till they wake up the morning. Uh, well, that, that's assuming that they don't pull an all-nighter. But they can't if it doesn't unlock until like I wonder does it still do they still have to wait till midnight Pacific time or is it like midnight GMT? It could or work something? differently for different regions, right? Theoretically, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think anybody's yet figured out how to Just, game the system where they like mail their Xbox to Europe so they can get early access and then coming back over here. That seems like that might take longer. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? 
Possibly. Maybe you just have a private plane and you just fly around the earth. Just get one of those hunting uh, release dates. Just make sure you book your flight on one of those planes that has the plugs between the seats. Right. And then just sit there and enjoy the whole flight. You, you better hope there's in-flight internet. <laughs> uh, not over the ocean. Yeah. Good luck with that. Well, well, well. All right. I'm going to read this thing here. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Hulu Plus. You've probably tried Hulu on your computer. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch shows on your schedule. Hulu Plus has all the current season episodes of your favorite shows like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Modern Family, and At Midnight. Watch every episode of shows like Doctor Who and American Dad. Hulu Plus works on your computer, smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, pretty much any streaming device you already own. You can even watch on your phone or tablet on the train, at work, at the dentist, or in the bathroom. You should be blocking off a day just to binge, but don't block off a day just to go to the bathroom. Um, With Hulu Plus, you're in total control to stream these and thousands more as much as you want whenever you want. Starting this month, you'll also get access to South Park's full archive and even all new episodes exclusively on Hulu Plus. For only $7.99 a month, get your shows anytime, anywhere. Right now, we're offering our listeners a two-week free trial when you go to HuluPlus.com slash patch. It's right there. Uh, get an extended free trial. They know we sent you. Uh, it's HuluPlus.com slash patch. Please go watch some TV. It's good for you. Um, so, Especially your doctor. <laughs> I, I knew that was going to happen. Um Getting back then to why didn't you stop it, Gus? <laughs> why didn't you stop it? Getting back to uh, video game news uh, at PAX Prime, I uh, got a chance to see uh, Battlecry, which was one of the games that I was excited about after E3. Which is not to be confused with Battleborn, which 2K Correct. and Gearbox are working on. Battlecry is a Bethesda game being developed by Battlecry Studios, which is what? also kind of confusing. Or yeah. Battletoads. <laughs> don't don't mix those up either. Not Cry Battle. No. It's a totally different kind of game. What about but it was Crytoads? Crytek? Did we just sell a new thing? <laughs> so it was... Um, We're like Mad Men up in here. It was... Uh, well, one of us is. Damn it, Cole. It was like a, a, a steampunk take on Team Fortress 2, where it was um, it was like two different teams fighting each other it's with like cool. swords and bows and arrows. Swords, and swords, swords really undersells the yeah. swords. They're like, like enormous swords that can also like split and turn into shields. Is it like steampunk kids versus versus the goth kids? Or, <laughs> no, no, everyone's steampunk. Yeah, it's <laughs> There's like, no division. It's like Russia versus France. It's, it's, like, yeah, it's, it's like the Cossacks sort of, and the... Yeah, the idea is that uh, that everyone sort of figured out that like war sucks and there are a lot of casualties and that's lame. So now they just have people who train for war <laughs> and they have these zones where people can go and your countries can have a war in this zone. And it's you have all, a limited amount all, of time. But it's all very civilized. I, like the, I want to hear that in treaty sense. Uh <clears throat> yes, we have determined that war sucks and is lame. <laughs> uh, yes. Basically, it's just really inconvenient. Really, really lame, bros. We, uh... <laughs> bros. That's like, that was in the Treaty of Versailles, I believe. Yeah. It was uh, the, the bro... Somewhere uh, in the Geneva Accords. Yeah. I actually got to play that at E3. And oh, it's really? A, it's a lot of fun. I, um, I was shocked to see it there. I didn't realize I had a playable version yet. And I, I guess I missed out at E3. Yeah, no, it's really cool. It's interesting in that uh, the trailer looks really cool. I like it a lot. Then watching the game, I was like, meh, eh, meh. And then I played it, and it played much better than it uh, looked. Yeah, I, I, watching I, someone else play it, like yeah. I was, I was had an adrenaline high the whole time. Yeah, it was really fun. Spoiler alert: I picked the big sword. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, yeah, that was that was one of the things I thought was really cool. There, uh, we also had a chance to check out Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, we, we oh, went yeah. to uh, we actually went to Monolith and checked it out. It was cool. We were asking a lot of questions. Most of mine consisted of, "Wait, what was that button again?" <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. the end of this month, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, September, September, excited September 30th. about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, uh, we were, we were, 
we were playing with a, a PS4 controller, and the uh, the person kept having the, our, our rep who was helping us kept having to translate to Xbox <laughs> controller speak for Ashley on the fly. We should really yeah. make stickers, so you just put them over the buttons. Yeah, she'd be, she'd be like triangle. I mean, uh, the Y button. <laughs> she was really good about it. She was great. Yeah. She she knew that just like back to front. Um, it was really cool. We sort of the part that we played is further on in the game, so you have a lot more stuff unlocked. Mm-hmm. So. I'm sure, like, getting into it from the beginning is to be a lot easier because it'll walk you through the controls. But what you could do was so cool. So, uh, from the beginning trailers, they've showed that you can, that you can, like, you stick your head on a dude and you go, and then you can order him to do stuff like go kill his boss or uh, go get hired somewhere and then kill his boss. Uh, and you can then, make him get a job? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. We, in our demo, we, we actually... We this guy down at like, the unemployment <laughs> office. <laughs> we, uh, we assigned someone to go become a bodyguard for this guy and then, and then betray him, and that way we could be on hand, and he'd weaken him, and then we'd finish the guy. It didn't work out that way, but it was a lovely dream. Can mm-hmm. you like make him go get a job at Starbucks so you can cut in line? or No. No, uh, I didn't see too many Starbucks in the Lord of the Rings universe. Uh, Maybe you can do a real-world version of Domination. That's what that's called, by the way. (laughs) The nice little sly wink. (laughs) Uh, Winky face. (laughs) It was fun. Uh, I didn't realize going in how tied into lore it was. Like, it was pretty pretty lore-heavy. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like, real real Lord of the Rings fans would probably just tell me that I know nothing because I've I've read the three books and I read The Hobbit all mm-hmm. several times but Silmarillion nah. yeah it's like so all of it's like you know this elf Caleb Calabrimbor, who was the greatest smith of the second age, who forged the three great rings of power that were for the elves, and then smuggled them away once he discovered that Sauron was Sauron and not this innocent guy. So and yeah, the, the, just this whole big long the thing. wraith aspect of your mm-hmm. character in the game is Calabrimbor. Um, uh, we who we wrote his smith, name down several times. Yeah, by the, way, the smith sure who created right. the rings of power. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So you know he's uh, he doesn't remember everything about his his previous life that's why you have to find these artifacts in the game and it helps him remember more about what happened and uh, i guess that, this, that that's probably what the plot revolves around because we didn't get to explore so, too much about that yeah are you, are you saying you recommend people do a little bit of research before they start the game to get to the I full benefit so. it's well it takes place between the hobbit and lord of the rings so if you're familiar with those it'll probably do a lot of the bridging for you okay before we started, we had no idea who Celebrimbor was, but it went through and he goes, oh, you made the rings. Yeah, we were and like, oh, we, shit, and then we go, looking oh, it up. Oh. Reading. Yeah, but then after the demo is when we went and said, who's this guy? What? How did I not know any of this? I never thought about who forged the rings. Which, yeah. of course, you guys said and you, you get, jumped in later in the game, too, right? Yeah, yes. but some of this stuff's revealed uh, mm-hmm. earlier. Otherwise, we wouldn't be spoiling it. Uh, it's, it's pretty early uh, in the game. And, in fact, in some of the cutscenes, you get to see uh, Sauron when he was still... When he still had corporeal form. Yes. And I've yeah. got to be honest, kind of creepy, also kind of hot. Really? Yeah. He was, He was. you know, he was not like... He's not like... He, yeah. He, was like, well, no, he, uh... he wasn't burnt. He wasn't on fire. <laughs> no. He was blonde and he had straight teeth. It was like... It was well, nice. no, yeah. He's, I mean, he's kind of like a deity sort of thing, right? If I remember correctly, he's the same race as uh, Gandalf and the Wizards. He just went bad. Okay, I didn't read that part of the lore. All I know is that eventually he got set on fire and he secretly forged the one ring to rule them all. Yeah, we that's a we good soundbite. Yeah, we did a lot of reading 
about these fucking rings yeah. and about the process and how they affected people and why they worked and why they didn't work and we had flow charts and like strings <laughs> this is in the game or that, no this was like afterwards because okay. we, 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 we were made trying a video to figure it out because we were, like, we're like we need to know more about Lord of the Rings it's like we have to know what we're talking about it's a dangerous topic to jump in on and not right. have a full grasp of what's going on like if I said a single word wrong about the, the origin of Sauron I'm, I'm totally Twitter burned right oh, now oh yeah so it's, hopefully, your Twitter's, your Twitter's on fire. That's You're okay. going to need a cream for it. I don't check is, is, it. Your, is your Twitter burning? <laughs> I don't know. There I was, never look. Um, I almost tweeted yesterday, and then I didn't. Oh, oh come on. What a, what a twit tease. <laughs> there, I think there are a lot of people who've seen the trailers and, and think that this is not true to the lore, so I'll leave it to people to decide whether you you know think that or not i don't know enough to to make the decision i thought it was cool what as far as what i know of lord of the rings i was like this is amazing this is more than i ever knew mm-hmm. but i also get that people who actually do read things like the silmarillion will know way more yeah they may they may be upset but i thought i thought it was fun me too yeah. I, the oh. gameplay was amazing they remember it was months ago when they compared it to uh, to Assassin's Creed, and they were saying they were stolen assets and everything. It didn't play remotely like Assassin's Creed. I think Creed it played more me. like a, almost like a Splinter Cell. Well, you played it more like a Splinter Cell, yeah. and that was another cool thing. Is the the bit that we recorded, unfortunately, was just me being really bad at it. I'm sorry, <laughs> I know I was terrible. Uh, but then afterwards, we had a little bit more time with it, and uh, Gus is playing. He played. He played a different game. I was like, as far as I bush to bush, uh-huh. slitting people's throats. And like, he was Shh. jumping down yeah. on people from towers and killing them before they ever had a time to raise an alarm. It was amazing. So I clearly it, have no subtlety. It whatsoever. does a good job of giving you the option between a stealth or an action-based. Yeah, I think Absolutely. so. I think uh, personally, it seemed to me like action was a little more difficult. Just having to fight multiple uh-huh. enemies at once. You know, stealth is run around, kill so it people. Seems like stealth is really the, yeah, if the they priority. See, if they see you, uh oh, you can just yeah. kill them all. Hope, hope they don't stop you You can just kill them all. Yeah. And, and if you die, eh, you'll come back to life later on. And uh, everyone else got a promotion, so you did some good. Yeah. A lot of people benefited. We actually got hands-on with a lot of games at PAX. Um, Bernie and I played on, uh, Tales from the Borderlands. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I didn't, the, the real, I didn't realize that was there. Oh, wait. Yeah, I did. Yeah, the Telltale booth was huge. Yeah, I, was, I w- had my fingers crossed that they were going to have Game of Thrones there. Which is also, like, they've you know put out teaser and stuff that that kind of stuff is a little bit weird. But... Uh, so we got to play through uh, through actually a, a pretty good segment of the game. It was maybe 20, 30 minutes of oh, gameplay. Wow. wow. Um, I've never, like, I didn't play Walking Dead or anything like that. So this is my first Telltale experience, uh, aside from watching other people play Telltale games. And I enjoyed it. Uh, the humor is a little bit weird in that it's a cross between Borderlands humor and Telltale humor. How many and decisions so part per of minute, that works, would you say? Oh, I don't know what the DPM was, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and in fact, let's see. Uh, maybe we can get Bernie on the green screen because he uh, or not green screen. We don't. We have a we have a full on fancy thing now because um, he um, has no played Bernie. it and he has actually played other uh, Walking Dead games and all that stuff. Uh, he also played uh, Wolf Among Us, so he's got a lot of Telltale experience. For me, it was the humor was funny. There's a part where you call in a loader and it's like. I don't know, the humor I thought was spot on for Borderlands. A little bit tamer, usually. There was no, like, actual, like, farting jokes or poop or anything like that, um, which I think... You sound so disappointed. <laughs> I'm just saying it's, like, a little bit less of the just straight-up crass Borderlands, which mm-hmm. I do love. Um, and it was a little bit... It pulled it back a little, but it was still funny. Like, the, the robot was kind of your bro. 
<laughs> uh, you know, and then you, you're faced. Come with on, dude, one more rep. And then you're faced with the decision to evacuate him or make him blow up to like kill a whole bunch of guys. But that was a lot of fun. The action was nothing like Borderlands, but still managed to reflect it. And the graphic style was really cool. So I was, you know, I know that they're working on the Tales from the Borderlands game, and they're also working on the Game of Thrones game. I was hoping the Game of Thrones game would come up first, just because I'm a little more excited for that one. Me too. But I realized they would be missing the perfect marketing opportunity of saying winter is coming for the release of a Game of Thrones oh. game. Uh. Uh, so I'm sure, I'm sure they're saving that one and we're going to see it. I'm not, I have it's not the me. Future. It's not me, Ryan. I'm booing you preemptively. I'm just Whoever saying you're going to see this. might come up with that idea. You will see it. But they, they did have a teaser. If you saw the banner up at PAX, it was something... All I remember is it said something like, uh, with clan names like Forrester, blah, 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 blah. It was a quote from A Dance with Dragons. Yeah, and then, uh, so it's implying that it's going to be like one of these fringe clans from A Dance with Dragons, which, by the way, is the fifth book. So it could be weird in that the game's supposed to come out before the next season of the Game of Thrones TV show starts. So Hmm. people who watch the show and don't read the books might not be that far ahead yet unless they decide to sort of preempt some of that stuff in the game or just don't deal with any of that yeah either that or it's a total side story the quote is and uh telltale tweeted this apparently on the 29th and the quote with clan names like forester uh and it's all capitalized and there's an image that's because it's with clan names like forester there it is. Uh, trackers and hunters oh, sworn to Deepwood with clan names like <laughs> Forrester and Woods, Branch and Bull. Forrester, Woods, Branch and Bull. Yeah. And the hashtag Iron from Ice. Yeah. So that so might be the were, actual name. These were lesser houses that were loyal, I believe, to House Glover uh, in the Game of Thrones universe. Glover. One, as in like one who gloves? As in Lover Glover. Oh. Come on. I don't know. I'm just talking out my ass. Uh, <laughs> Better wrap it. Or you get a bastard. Uh, I, <laughs> what? Nice. Uh, you, you get a Jon Snow. You got, I got a couple of quick updates about some of the things we've talked about here. Yeah. I finally got Twitter to load. Mm. Destiny unlocks in Europe at midnight GMT. Oh. Um, so before us. Midnight? Yes. yes. By yeah. like eight hours or six hours or. Eight hours for us since we can't play till 2 a.m. Right. Um, so we should get on that mailing the Xbox thing. And. Uh, yeah. The 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 option I'll, I'll for your Xbox for you. Yes. In regards to the world size for shipping. Minecraft on the new platform. Yes. The quote is, "It may not be there for launch, but we intend to have a resize save option, so you increase the size of a save transfer world." That okay, makes, so not initially. You have to create a new world to get a bigger world. That makes me very sad. I'm yeah. Very so, sad. but uh, you will have a resize option someday, potentially in the future. Awesome. I mean, I, you won't have to wait as long as you have to wait for a heist in Grand Theft Auto. Oh my point. god. Maybe. Four J's been a lot more diligent about uh you say that but i mean how far behind uh the pc version is the xbox version? yeah they were it's way way back they were way behind when they launched they've caught but up they've caught up a lot quite uh, a bit yeah i'm wondering if the frequency will increase now that they've moved to a, a hopefully better platform to develop for but it may be may not if they continue to drag the ps3 and the xbox well, they are, they are going to keep updating those as well mm-hmm. so i think what like, it depends wondered, on how unified their development yeah. is and the and the engine. Yeah, in fact, I'm wondering if that's what took so long for them to get the next gen, new gen, current gen versions going is that they had to sort of develop an infrastructure that would allow them to develop all four in parallel. Because mm-hmm. no, like uh, the, the the last gen versions don't want to be left behind, understandably. Um, but that that means more work for them to make sure they can get it to a place where all four can be made together. And the the last update about something we spoke of. According to the impish on Twitter, 
Ryan got Sauron's species correct. Yay! Well done, he, he, Ryan. Gandalf and the other wizards are Meyer. members of the angelic race of Meyer? I don't know how to say it. M-A-I-A-R. Yeah. The patch is on a roll. Thank Woo! you, the impish. We, we actually we know, know what things. we're talking about for once. We know We're things. in our wheelhouse. Um, I don't know why I didn't mention this earlier when we were talking about that stupid Gear VR thing. Uh, but did you see the Project Morpheus demo that the Tekken team put out? I tried to. They, there was a lot of stuff before it in the video. Yeah, you had to skip to like 55 minutes into the video. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, no. they created, uh, and this is a bit of the video, uh, uh, a demo for Project Morpheus where you look around and walk around a schoolgirl's bedroom. Uh, while she's in there interacting with that's you. not weird and uh there's one scene in particular well, see, where you're thing. on the ground looking up and it's obvious that she's like trying to yeah there it is like <laughs> cover her skirt it's like what kind of weird also how tall are you I was, I was gonna ask about context because i was like who knows actually like maybe she's your daughter and she's missing her homework and you're trying to help her find it but that, that, maybe that, not that, like that part maybe i was like not. why the fuck is that in there it's so creepy like and then you, you sit and have a conversation with her and you can like answer yes by nodding your head or no by shaking your head which by the way if it's anything like the fit on the oculus that hurts because <laughs> it's one of the ways you can d- dismiss like the health and safety warning is to shake your head and it just like bangs on your nose the one that you have is too big for me <laughs> so whenever i put it on it's just like it's hanging down i actually have kind of have to hold it up a little we bit. can tighten it up it's just so many people <laughs> That's that thing sees just a lot of use. It sees a lot of heads. Keep it tight. Yeah, it needs to do some sit ups, some crunches, tighten up that it's core. Like throwing a hot dog down a hallway, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Uh, <laughs> depending on who's wearing it. You said a lot of people have been through there. It's That's true. All I can think of. It's a high traffic area. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, you can find its number on several billboards around the office, and also in bathroom stalls. <laughs> um, for a good VR time, <laughs> virtually. Um, which, by the way, I the, whenever you see a recording of this, it always looks so much better than it actually looks in the thing. Because I'm, I wonder, I'm, I'm curious to see if the Morpheus is more pixels per inch mm-hmm. than what you're getting right now with the, the Oculus, which is still a little pixely when you're that close to the screen. I like, think they're supposed to have a pretty equivalent um, screen resolution, resolution, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. What I can't remember is if they have uh, the same field of view so i think the oculus is 120 well, degrees also i don't think oculus doesn't use like an ips display correct it's just uh i'm not sure like i, I don't think it, it uses galaxy so it could be that the morpheus has like an ips display or something so it looks like it's more pixel dense even though it's mm-hmm. still 1080 that would be nice yeah i would i would be because yeah you're right one. that looks much more polished and also this is like the Tekken team working yeah. on you know, first-party Sony hardware as opposed to maybe a smaller developer working on a project on the Oculus. So maybe that's why you see a little more visual fidelity in it. The other thing I'm curious about, well, I mean, when you're looking at even Oculus stuff, when you look at it on a computer monitor, it looks fine because it's just a 1080 window. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, you don't see the a, pixels. it's smaller down, Well, yeah, unless you, like, lean your face right up next to the monitor, you're not getting the same distance to, to screen. So it looks fine there. But uh, I'm curious to see, because that was not dual... Eyed. So oh, right, yeah. If uh, if that's going to come with some kind of mirror mode where people can watch what's going on, or because uh, that's a, essentially an extra screen it has to render when it, if it's doing it non bilaterally. Yeah, I mean, I guess if it is mostly just supposed to be like a face TV, a uh, face that, TV. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, you know, if it's not doing that 3D thing, it might be. Um, and they already have that. They like Sony's had it for a long time. In fact, a lot of the pictures that you'd see on the internet when people would be talking about. 
uh, Morpheus back before they really showed it. They were showing pictures of this Sony. It's like VX something. I'll find it on Amazon, but it's basically a head TV. It's like, are you? It's like here you can just sit back in the privacy of your own home and put a head on like I, a I've TV on your head. I've seen stuff like that in Skyball. Yeah, there's like watch a 70 foot TV on the plane. Yeah, in fact, I'll see if I can find it because um, it's interesting. Which I mean, that's one of those things too, where you when you've got the goggles on. If there's no head tracking involved, if you're just looking around the screen, it's just moving with you, it's a little disorienting. Mm-hmm. It's nice when you can look around and the screen stays in the same place relative to your head. Right. No, uh, I agree with that. Yeah. So mm. while you look that up, I'm going to read something here, Ashley. Okay. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of The Patch is also brought to you by NatureBox. Uh-oh, he's back. Uh, two words. Free snacks. Yes, we're going to give you the chance to get free snacks. Drop the candy bar, drop the potato chips. They're not good for you. Do what I do. Get natural, delicious snacks at naturebox.com. Naturebox gives me hundreds of snacks and delicious snacks, so you don't feel guilty about eating them. they got zero artificial ingredients, zero trans fats, zero high fructose corn syrup. You'll even find snacks that are low in sugar and without gluten. So in the afternoon slump, when I'm hungry and irritable, I'm always irritable, though. Um, here's what I do. Grab peanut butter nom noms from Naturebox, which are amazing. Big sweet potato fries, which are pretty good. And... Dark cocoa almonds, which are actually really good. Uh, so good, but so good for you. Now I want to give you the chance to try Nature Box for free with a sampler box featuring five of their most popular snacks. Free snacks. To start your free trial, go to naturebox.com slash the patch. Stay full, stay strong. Go to naturebox.com slash the patch. You get a free sampler box of delicious snacks. It's an even better deal than we had before. Literally, just go get free snacks. Uh, you know, there's never a snack really marketed to me in my love of more gluten. Can I just have extra gluten? Can I have all gluten? Oh, glutenose. Glutenose? Yeah. I got to look that up. I, I just made it up. Um, so oh. the, the headset's called the Sony HMZ-T3W head-mounted viewer. And um, Patrick, name. I'm trying to send the I'm trying to send you a link to it on Amazon. Um, not sure if my email is going through, but we'll see. It's, uh, it's head-mounted TV. It looks exactly like everyone thought Morpheus was going to look because mm. I'm sure they're based on the same that, sort of technology. It's giving me like this image of like a head-mounted CRT. Like there's just a <laughs> thing mounted on the front of your face. It looks like... Um, it breaks your nose. Did you ever watch the anime uh, Serial Experiments Lane? Uh, there's that one character. That one. Okay, there's a character who like uh-huh. goes around. It's like this really fat guy. He goes around with like a computer on his back and like a giant like TV. Like he's always trying to be online. Uh-huh. But it's like late 90s kind of early 2000s technology technology hasn't it's really like caught all, up yeah, yet clunky has he got like a mouse that he just uses on his chest or something i don't remember i don't think there was a mouse yeah. necessary. i just remember the future version of that from wally wally and i was really excited because everyone had like their own floating chair oh, and right. drink dispenser mm-hmm. well one day we'll get there we should make, we should, we should <laughs> make a new a patch dream. set like that um Okay, I'm just going to keep going down the news here. Okay. Uh, I guess in other news, Mighty Number no. 9 started their backers-only beta. And Mighty Number no. 9, of course, is the uh, game by KG Inafune, the, the spiritual, spiritual successor. successor to Mega Man. <laughs> that's a new thing, right? Can we just have a genre spiritual now successors? that's the spiritual successor to? <laughs> Look, spiritual successors have been a thing for as long as there have been IP. Yeah. And no, you can't use that name anymore. I mean... Yeah, so this is the guy who made Mega Man, but Capcom owns the name Mega Man, so he wanted to make... A Mega Man style game, and that's right. this basically. Uh, you know, and it's it's like uh, what is it? Uh, Civilization Beyond Earth is a spiritual successor to Alpha Centauri because they can't use that name anymore. Mm-hmm. Because wow. EA they even owns have that like, name. Uh, spiritual successor 
zero in that. Yeah, they've got it's. I mean, it seems like it's it's actually supposed to play very different from <laughs> Mega Man. Not okay, not very different, but it's supposed to have some departures in the overall gameplay that it, uh, people say are going to take some getting used to. It looked like there was uh, in some one of the videos that came out actually some multiplayer stuff too, where there were two people on screen at the same time, kind of fighting back and forth over I, certain things. You I, know, that game got so many stretch goals mm-hmm. on its Kickstarter that I don't even know what features were added. It added a ton of new platforms and new stages and new modes. Some of those might have been multiplayer. I can't yeah, add I up don't. Too. Remember what they ended up at? I want to say they ended up like at three point five or three point eight million dollars on their Kickstarter, and I think it was the most successfully funded Kickstarter game for all of last year, except for Star Citizen. Well, <laughs> Star Citizen at this point, I think we need to put it into a bucket of its mm-hmm. own. Otherwise, no one will ever get any awards ever for yeah. crowdfunding of things. Wasn't Star Citizen in twenty twelve though? Does that does it really go back that far? Was yeah, it the I think end it of twenty twelve? Yeah, I think it might have been. Yeah, because uh, my number wow. nine was announced at last year's PAX Prime. It earned $3.8 million, the most of any project during a full year. Okay, so it must have okay. been a 12 month window around there. So maybe Star Citizen fell just outside of well, that. And also even, Star even Star Citizen, Citizen takes a little while to and, earn and Star millions get, of dollars. It went off of Kickstarter. Yeah, it went off of Kickstarter at one point and just continued to make money. So uh, it could be that that's how they're clocking it. Yeah, so uh, let's see. Star Citizen, Kickstarter. I think my internet's just was $2.1 million. <laughs> it's teasing you. Do you hear me? Two point one million. Two point one. So this it's impressive. Uh, they had a whole bunch of stretch goals too. They and, and that's when they added. That's when they added. I think Xbox One and PS4 and maybe Vita and maybe 3DS. Ouya, Android, iOS. I don't know. They added a ton of new platforms um, mm-hmm. with all the other stuff as well. So the, I'm really proud of this game. I'm I'm happy to see that it's coming to beta. Yeah, that's nice. It's the, nice uh, to see the success story. Things actually happening, like a game that. Didn't made all this money actually producing a game at some point. Yeah, and yeah, Star Citizen there's... was November 2012, by the way. Wow. That's impressive. I, um, I finally got it to install at home. I had Star some Citizen? computer problems, yeah. And I've been, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of the dogfighting, the really? Arena Commander. It's fucking fun. Does, you... it, does it feel like a little slice of game or does it feel like its own? It's a little slice of game. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's, uh, but it's, it's, it's really fun. Are you paying fun. insurance on your ships? Uh, not yet. It's still, uh, <laughs> you got to keep them safe. It's still the... Uh, your, your hundred dollar ship that you may lose. Uh, yeah, hundred dollar. Make it Eve on long. Sorry, Eve online. Did um, you just call it a hundred dollar ship? Uh, that's right. It was three hundred forty something with tax. Tax. Yeah, stupid and, tax. And then, uh, a five, and then a five dollar arena commander uh, fee, harbor fees, <laughs> uh, fuel costs. Uh, man, this really snowballs. It's gonna put me in the poorhouse. You're gonna have to pay ship. for your crew. You're gonna get it washed every yeah, now and then. Snack fee. Yeah. You're gonna have to you're get, get like a, a second snack. mortgage <laughs> on your hanger. Um, moving down the list. Enough about my expensive ship. <laughs> um, so finally, at long last, Left 4 Dead 2 Uncensored has been classified in Australia. It took long enough. Uh, what's it been, like three years? I think. Two, let's see, Left 4 Dead 2 came out in 2011? Yeah, so three years? Yeah. It was either 10 or 11, so three or four years. They finally have uh, access to the, the unrated or the normal version that we're all used to. Well, yeah, and I think how? it was in 2000. They, well, they finally agreed to give it the R18+. plus. Okay. Uh, yeah, because uh, until a couple years ago, Australia didn't have an 18 plus rating. There was 15, and then there was nothing. So they had to censor change a lot of games in order to get released there. <laughs> so basically, it was just if it was over 15, it was just inappropriate for humanity. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that was the <laughs> that was the deal because um, it was the in Australia all the media it comes under the same board. So they're like movies, TV. Um, games, they're all the same one. But Games was the only one that didn't have an R18 rating, which was 
odd. So they did change it. Uh um, And then they've been going through and reclassifying um, games that couldn't be released there or getting new versions where you can actually get the R18, Mm -hmm. you know, unaltered version, which is really nice. It took long enough, but it's nice to have. Does it kind of feel like at a certain point that's completely pointless these days? I mean, because unless they're going to put up a firewall like China does and block internet streaming... People they, still have access to all that content. They can still watch it. They can't play it, but you can see all that you want. Yeah, That's they true. do, but uh, like a lot of things, people will keep you from at least buying the game if you're in that country. Okay. But, I mean, what, do you, what are they protecting you from at that point? Playing bad things, Ryan. Do you want to go talk to the censor board? I don't, I don't know. I think I you should. Well, I, I, think, I, think I don't know why you're asking us Look, we're all today. Really, we're all really Give somebody inspired. else to be a devil's advocate. Come on. <laughs> we're all really inspired by your, your speech for ending war. Yes. And we think you should go talk to the Australian classification board. No, it was your speech. No, you're I the just, one who, I, you I even just, added bro to it. I did add bro. It was great. Okay, thank you. Yeah, so you're, so off, to over. Aus- you're off to Australia. And now Australia can play uh, Left 4 Dead 2. Someone just with <laughs> holy crap. Red Bloods. So according to C. Christant on uh, Twitter, Yo. Left 4 Dead 2 came out in 2009. I had to what? double no. I had to double check. It came out in November 2009. It's been almost five years. Are we that old? Apparently. So when did, did they that get a happen? vision? A, a vision. Did they get a version of it? Was just green blood, or I'm just hoping no they got a vision of it. A vision. Well, they got plenty of visions. That's <laughs> the problem. Yeah, they did get. A, I don't know specifically what the version they got. I think it might have. I think it might have turned off dismemberment. So it's uh, just like, do they just come up to you and give you a hug? Do they bring you flowers? They just come running at you. See, I would absolutely play Daisies. that game. If zombies ran up to me and gave me flowers, I would play a lot of zombie games. But the whole objective is the ge- of the game is to get rid of all your flowers? <laughs> yes. You just need to get you clear your hand of flowers. You're throwing flowers it's at like zombies. Like <laughs> you got to headshot them. Get like, the flower to stick behind their ear. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm all about the daisies, man. They go right through the first one. It's a whole new I mean, war of the roses. They tangle into a decorative crown. So we were talking about spiritual successors. Uh, and whatnot, mm-hmm. and there was news. Uh, I guess it was y- yesterday, maybe today. What's today? It was news yesterday that um, you know there was that city. We have previously talked about in the patch about how uh, some City of Heroes fans were working on a spiritual successor to City of Heroes called City of uh, Titans, I right? Yeah. Apparently, NCSoft is there's a deal in the works to have them rebranded as City of Heroes. I love and it. Have them, uh, and they were there's supposedly the NCSoft is going to give them. The world servers with no character data. That right. way, they can just start fresh and they can actually reload it as a City last update of City of Heroes server, right. and then allow a transition period where that could then move into City of Titans. See, Correct. I would love so to it's, see it's that not, happen. It's not a finished thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a done deal. Uh, so I guess I think it's very important to uh, to to talk about that. But I guess it's far enough along where the president of the development company, Missing Worlds Media talked about it and uh, is publicly sharing this information. So there, there's good examples where that's gone well, and that's um, Blackbird Entertainment. They were working on a spiritual successor to Homeworld called Shipbreakers, and Gearbox, uh, who now own the rights to the Homeworld franchise, saw it, liked it so much that they said, like, like they said, bring it in, let's make it a, a Homeworld game. So they gave it its name as well. But then you remember there was that Metal Gear fan remake that... Uh, that um, Oh, who are the publishers for Metal Gear? Konami. Konami. Oh, yeah, we just talked the, about this. Yeah. Gave the blessing to, and then we're like, nope, later yeah. on, even though it had Hater doing the voice. Yeah. I mean, so it, it could Don't be go a hater. As, <laughs> Bill Hater? <laughs> so it could go as well as Homeworld Shipbreakers, or it could go as poorly as the Metal Gear fan mm-hmm. remake, which looked really cool, too. It's looking great. Mm-hmm. So, according to Kadir underscore S3 on Twitter, 
Left 2 in Australia had no blood spatters and corpses disappear instantly. That's kind of... That sounds awful. Yeah, it's, that's almost creepier. <laughs> you're ghost killing. I just killed you and you're gone. <laughs> if only it worked that way. Of course, you remember... Like, so what... You'd miss out on that wonderful moment when you throw a pipe bomb down and then all of them gather around and they explode into a gore fountain. Then they just go poof. And they disappear. It's like you just throw a fairy bomb. They're just magically gone. (laughs) Flowers. Or delicious. Um, So I'm a little upset. There is something I missed at PAX I didn't realize was there. And I walked right fucking by it. Uh, And I didn't realize it until after I came back. Have you heard about Upsilon Circuit? No, you mentioned something about you having one chance to play it. Yes. What was that? So it's... Kind of like, uh, from what I understand, it's like a Diablo-type game. Where it's like dungeon crawling. But the point of this game is, and you can you can spectate. People can spectate and watch other people playing the game. Only eight people in the world can play this game at once. What? And then when you die, you're out. And then someone who's spectating is in. That sounds horrible. That so it doesn't sound like a lot of fun. Really, here's really the thing. bizarre. It's, it's, it sounds like stand in line the game. <laughs> right? I mean, and the, the game only runs thing, for a though, few hours at a you time. You say that. Uh-huh. You say that. But just like they could market it like that. Look at go to any gaming event and uh-huh. watch people just get in line for things. They don't know what they are, but there's a line and they're going to get in it. That works. I guess. Well, I mean, that's when you're at a convention, that's all there is is lines. Like there are no other options. When you're at home, you better have things to do other than stand in that's line. That's true. But if you're watching but, a you but, know, Twitch stream or something like that, mm-hmm. there is no opportunity to... I guess there's, there's, also, there's also I, I should explain. Oh. There's also audience interaction, and really, yeah. So you it's mean like, like the make the game harder, make it easier. Kind right. Of it's kind of like you remember the '80s movie, The Running Man. Uh-huh. It's like the audience can vote, vote for, for stuff that they want yeah. to happen. Like they want to send heroes to go do this quest or go try to retrieve this item. And the more active an audience member is, the more likely they are to be chosen to play the game. Oh, oh that's okay. Up. Now that I'm not sure that I like. <laughs> this becomes like some kind of weird Twitch plays Pokemon. That's or... one of the comparisons that, yeah. uh, that I've heard made about it. Well, that and um, there there have been a couple of games recently. I think uh, Daylight was one of them where there was Twitch stream integration where people in who are watching the Twitch stream could. Uh, type something in the chat and it would cue a weird noise or something or... jumping out mm-hmm. in the game itself. And there was, um, it was something something Ultimate Edition. It might have been a Dynasty Warriors, but don't quote me on that, uh, where it had you could vote to make the game easier or harder hmm. uh, by like giving them healing potions or adding more monsters or something Anarchy. like that. Anarchy. Twitter, please remind, <laughs> us, please, please remind us what that game was because um, all I can re- my head is now filled with things like Extreme Legends. Uh, and then another game that I did see, which was right next to Upsilon uh, Circuit, which is why I think I didn't see it, was uh, a game called Screen Cheat, which is a oh, yeah, four player split screen game where everyone's invisible and the only way you can tell where your opponents are is by looking at their screen I and then trying it. to figure out what they're looking at it was really fucking hard i bet i mean yeah that seems like were the hitboxes really tiny too or it's a it's a lot of melee weapons in that game isn't it uh, i'm misremembering that? i was using a ranged weapon i think okay. there were melee weapons as well but the, the weapon i had was uh, was melee i feel like you'd spend a lot of time coordinating all right are you by the stairs all right i'm by the stairs okay are you in the third stair or the fourth stair but you're all no, playing against stair. each yeah. other yeah right? so it's like i'd be looking like are they looking at the same piece of art that i am <laughs> no is that a dolly but at the same time you have to try and obfuscate your own screen right so you don't want to be looking at anything obvious <laughs> but you have to look at something in order to know have a frame of reference. So it's a game where there's four people running around looking at the floor, just swinging randomly. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really hard, but uh, it was it was pretty fun. 
Were there at least context cues? Like you set off things in the environment, like you step on something goes. Um, I he's by the. You you could see if people shot, you could mm-hmm. see like a little puff of smoke from their gun. Okay, so that was kind of a like an environmental clue. One of the biggest surprises for me uh, playing at PAX was a, it's a, an upcoming 3DS game called Fantasy Life. And I'd seen a couple screenshots before, and I was like, oh, it's like an Animal Crossing. Okay, well, that's cool and everything, but I have Animal Crossing. Because <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, if you if you look at the, the graphics, we've got some up here on screen um, for those watching the video version. It's like the, it's very much in an Animal Crossing graphic style. But it turns out it's this enormous open-world RPG. You can play any of 12 classes, but here's the thing. You can switch classes at any time. 12? There's only four real classes. Let's be so, serious. <laughs> do you build a character, though, if you're just switching? You... you start a character, and then you build a bit. You'll, so let's say you decide to be a tailor, which is one of the classes, and you can level up your tailing skills <laughs> and then uh, go, and then you can switch into being a blacksmith, but you keep your tailoring skills. And so then you can still perform tailoring tasks because you've learned that stuff. But mm-hmm. you start at the ground level on your blacksmithing stuff and build those up. Hmm. So you can basically go through the world as it opens up, find something and go, oh, I don't have the skills I need for this. Switch into that class, build it up, and then go through this area. They did say that you can complete the, the whole game as any one class. You could complete it as a cook if you want, which is another class. Uh, so is Carpenter. Um, blacksmith. Then they've got like the classic ones like wizard, paladin. How does that? Mercenary. How is that a class alongside wizard? Yeah, those are professions. I'm a wizard or a chef. Well, look, how, who's to say that being a wizard isn't a profession? Hmm. Hmm. But a wizard is a combat-based profession. So is mercenary. Yeah, but not tailor. Yeah, or chef. Right. So you don't have let me, let, me, let me fit you for that suit. I'm going to grab the shit Get out of your here. walls. <laughs> I'm going to stitch you, bitch. <laughs> So they obviously give you different bonuses. But. <laughs> I mean, I can see how the chef would be good with knives, maybe. Blacksmith have a big hammer, but tailor. Tailor is just oh, armed needles. with needles. But every, every class, acupuncture. Every class no, can no, go out no. in the wild, Taylor. though. Taylor. Taylor. Not acupuncture. What's, what's needles? Acupuncture. No, totally different. Oh. That's probably the doctor. Fair enough. That's the doctor class. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't I think there's a doc- there School doctor. School in Eastern medicine. Why not? Um, there could be. But they can all go out and actually, like, Engaging combat, just obviously the ones that that, it, it, that specialize in like big heavy bolt, sticks. Sushi. It'd be awesome <laughs> if you played a doctor class. If you had to go through twelve years of training, <laughs> you know, like on your first mission, and then you have to do your residency. Yeah, like a more senior doctor has to come and observe you. <laughs> um, Congratulations, you're a proctologist. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Anyway, the game looks like a lot of fun. It's like, it, in spite of being, it's made by level five, which Gus might not like because he wasn't a big fan of Nino Cooney. Um, but they also do, unless I'm mistaken, the Professor Layton games, which mm. I love. The um, and the Professor Layton versus uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney just came out, so that's exciting. Uh, so it's it looks like it's going to be really cute. I think it comes out this month, which is exciting. I we're we'll do a video later on because we got to interview someone from Nintendo of America, and I just need to actually like find time so, to put the video together. But it's really cool. When does this new stupid DS come out? <laughs> it comes out October in Japan, but there's no release date internationally. Wait, you Why? mean the new 3DS that's one micron larger it's, in every dimension? Why do we it's need it? And it's also got new buttons. Size. New buttons? It's got yeah, a, it's got two new shoulder buttons and a new uh, analog control stick. stick on the it's right a side, a C-stick. Stick. Yeah. Wow. What else does it do? What, what are, Now are you going to make games that you need this for? Like, yes. oh shit, now my old DS is worthless. You say that, but the answer is yes, because Xenoblade Chronicles is coming to the new 3DS exclusively. There you go. I give up. Can I put a fucking 
Samsung Galaxy Note 4 on my face, too. Look, everyone, <laughs> people get upset about this, but let's remember that they had the, they did the same thing with DS when they brought the DSi out. There were some games that only play on DSi. Look. Not a lot. Not a lot. It happened, but does anyone think that the DSi more, was more like DSi, the worst thing ever to am I right? Then, oh. Okay, now we know that Gus is the person who thinks it's the worst thing never happened. The 3DS is all they got, man. Just let them run for it <laughs> if they feel like it, all right? There's a, there's a couple of Wii U games I'm looking forward to. The Professor Toad. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks super cute. Uh, it looks... Uh, I saw a little bit of it, and it looked really, really cute. Um, it's delayed in Europe, I believe, but I don't think that affected the North American release date. Oh, good. Suck it, Europe. Yeah, I think we're still I like you. I like you, but I've, I'm, I'm okay with you waiting. Here on the patch, we like to tell other countries to suck it with regularity. <laughs> yeah. France and Australia. Europe. <laughs> <laughs> because Europe is also a country. Um, so we only have like a minute left. Uh, pretty much covered most of the big things I wanted to cover. I finished Walking Dead Season 2 this week. Um, it was good, but not as good as Season 1, I didn't hey, think. Hey, congrats, man. Yeah. You looking forward to replaying it all so you can do Season 2? <sighs> oh, no. No. I'm looking for actually... Re- I'll probably replay it once it gets ported to uh, current-gen consoles. Um, really? Why? Because why not? All right. Um, Achievements. Fair bro. enough. I had a really good time. Didn't care. I didn't care. I had a really good time <laughs> replaying The Last of Us Remastered, so I'm looking forward to uh, playing other games that get uh, By a the current-gen remake. Matched for that are finally out. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been playing them. The new guns are, you have to buy them. Yeah. Which is kind of lame. I've been killed many times by one of those new guns. I forget which one. The, probably the variable rifle is like the only new one. Yeah, I think that's the one. Everything else is just like a, hey, it's a gun you had with the scope. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. We're out of time. So we got to wrap up. I want to thank everyone for watching. We'll be back next Monday with RT Podcast, Tuesday with Screenplay, and Wednesday with The Patch. I caught it, Gavin. Whoa. Violent. Violent.